Hey everyone, this is the American Made Podcast with your host, the Harley Barbie. So for today, it's going to be a solo episode, just me. We're going to be discussing the Biden administration's latest globalist stunt and potentially handing over ultimate control to the World Health Organization when it comes to America's healthcare system and the U.S. national sovereignty. So let's dive into it. Didn't I call it? Didn't I say this a few episodes ago that the COVID nonsense wasn't over and done with? Didn't I say that them relaxing the mandates and easing up on the masks was not going to be the end of their play? Guys, the only reason why they were relaxing any of this is because these people are not stupid. The midterms are around the corner. They've done enough damage for the whole world to see and not forget. Okay. They have nothing to campaign on. They have lost a lot of support. They have lost a lot of ground and nobody trusts them. The Democrat party has turned into the party of tyrannical authoritarianism, hate, and division. And in the latest stunt of them coming after our children with the gender identity bullshit was the final fucking straw. And they've lost support. They have nothing to campaign on, like I said. So these people right now, they're just trying to appeal to the voters that they're not as bad as everybody thinks they are, but not going to happen. The people are not going to fall for it. And they are very afraid. The establishment is afraid. Look what just happened in Virginia. Virginia, a long blue state, has finally flipped Republican. And then you have Bill Gates, which... This was a clip that I saw two weeks ago, so I'm paraphrasing, but you have him saying that the next time around, the lockdowns and mandates should be harsher, and we should have done what Australia did. Okay, so in Australia, let's recap for those of you that haven't been paying attention. So Australia, you have the police officers that were arresting people for being out for for longer than they should have been, um, just to get some sunlight and to get some fresh air. And if you guys look this up, it's actually a good thing if you get sunlight and fresh air. That helps you when you're sick. Just throwing that out there. There was a girl who was getting choked by a police officer for not wearing a mask. And let's not forget the unvaccinated was taken to these COVID camps. So how about this, Bill Gates? How about you go fuck yourself because that's not gonna happen. There won't be a next time, William. Fuck you. So with that said, here we are, May 20th, and the Biden administration is setting the stage to hand the ultimate control of America's healthcare system and the U.S. sovereignty over to the World Health Organization. So here's the details. On May 22nd through 28th of this year, the 75th World Health Assembly will convene at the United Nations headquarters in Geneva, Switzerland, with delegates from 194 nations to vote on the Biden administration's proposed amendments to the international health regulations, which, by the way, was adopted in 1969 by the World Health Assembly to cover six diseases. Over the years, the international health regulation was revised multiple times. This is used to determine how to prevent and control global health threats while keeping international travel as open as possible. So the IHR requires countries that have the ability to do the following. 
Number one, detect. Make sure surveillance systems and laboratories can detect potential threats. Number two, assess. Work together with other countries and make decisions in public health emergencies. Number three, report specific diseases plus any potential international public health emergencies through participation in a network of national focal points. And lastly, respond, which is respond to public health events. Now, the Biden administration right now is well drafted some amendments that would potentially hand over the healthcare sovereignty to the hoop. So this during the COVID pandemic, the WHO was covering up for the CCP regarding the Wuhan lab. Which, remember, when Trump wanted to retain funds and actually withdrew from the WHO and was saying that this came from a lab and not the wet market, which was the COVID-19 virus. Like the mainstream media was trying to make everyone believe. But now all of a sudden Fauci admits to the virus potentially escaping the lab. And... I've been saying that COVID-19 has been a flu and the comorbidities of this virus, as we later came to find out, is pre-existing conditions and one of them is obesity. Interestingly enough, Project Veritas stumbled upon documents through a whistleblower from a major, a former member of DARPA, according to the military major, Joseph Murphy. And he states in his document that EcoHealth Alliance approached DARPA in March of 2018 seeking funding to conduct gain-of-function research of bat-borne coronaviruses. DARPA rejected the proposal because the work was too dangerous and can violate the gain-of-function moratorium, but EcoHealth's position was that it would not. So here is the video of the whistleblower and Project Veritas's findings. It's two minutes, but please guys bear with me. It's very important and it all ties into this. You guys need to hear this. Project Veritas has obtained never before seen military documents regarding the origins of COVID-19, gain of function research, vaccines, potential treatments, which have been suppressed and the government's effort to conceal all of this. Dr. Anthony Fauci has testified many times before Congress stating that the U.S. government was never involved in gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They gained in lethality. It's a new virus. That's not gain-of-function? According to the definition that is currently operable, we're not going to get anywhere close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't admit that it's dangerous, and for that lack of judgment, I think it's time that you resign. That assertion is based on the NIH's definition of gain of function. However, the documents we've obtained refute that. The documents in question stem from a report of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, better known as DARPA, which were hidden in a top-secret share drive. But what is DARPA? They are an agency under the U.S. Department of Defense, which facilitates research and technology with potential military applications. Project Veritas has obtained a separate report to the Inspector General of the Department of Defense, written by the U.S. Marine Corps Major Joseph Murphy, a former DARPA fellow. Major Murphy makes claims in his report to the Inspector General that, if true, could be damning to the official narrative that has been played out to the world over the past two years. Major Murphy's report states that EcoHealth Alliance approached DARPA in March 2018 seeking funding to conduct gain-of-function research of 
bat-borne coronaviruses. DARPA rejected the proposal because the work was too dangerous and could violate the gain-of-function moratorium, despite EcoHealth's position that it would not. According to the documents, the NIAID, under the direction of Dr. Fauci, did not reject the proposal. They went ahead with the research of Wuhan and several sites across the U.S. So here's the question. If the Department of Defense, the same people who make our nuclear arsenal, felt this research was too dangerous to proceed with, why in the world did the NIH, NIAID, and EcoHealth Alliance recklessly disregard the risks involved? So there you have that. So apparently on January 18th, 2022, officials from the Biden administration secretly sent the World Health Organization extensive amendments without an official statement or a single press conference. The amendments are written to strengthen the organization's ability to unilaterally intervene into the affairs of nations merely suspected of having a health emergency warranted of concern to other nations. If these invasive amendments are approved, the World Health Organization will have the power to declare an international health emergency nullifying the powers of the states. The U.S. amendments delete a critical existing restriction to in, in the regulations. Who shall... Who? The World Health Organization. Sorry, guys. The World Health Organization shall consult and attempt to obtain verification from the state party in whose territory the event is allegedly occurring. It is crossed out on the proposal. I will post this in the show notes. Please read the proposal. They are also making these amendments permanent where once installed, they cannot be reversed. It has been scratched out an example of page 12, article 59, paragraph one, because I've read this. You will have six months if you have any reservations. This enables the director general to declare world health emergencies at will and can be used to justify ostracism and economic or financial actions against the targeted nation by other nations aligned with the World Health Organization or who wish them harm and control the accused nation. That's why I'm going crazy on this. And that's why I had to jump on and speak to you guys about this because you need to understand what this is really about. Why were the contents of these amendments not made public until April 12, 2022? The existing World Health Organization regulations provide for an 18-month grace period during which a nation may withdraw its yay or nay vote to the proposed amendments. The proposed amendments would reduce that window to six months. If the amendments are passed, a majority of the nations could change their individual votes and reverse the approval in the next months. A report made by the United Nations in May of last year claimed the COVID-19 pandemic would have been prevented if the World Health Organization had been given more global authority. The report states, in its current form, the World Health Organization does not possess these powers to move on with the treaty. The World Health Organization needs empowerment financially and politically. The treaty should possess an adaptable incentive regime, including but not limited to sanctions such as public reprimands, economic sanctions, or denial of benefits. And remember when I just said the whole thing about Bill Gates, about that these lockdowns should be harsher next time. These people just don't hide their beliefs. They just, 
they're out in the open. You guys just need to pay attention. And all this information really is at your hands. You just need to look into this instead of like clubbing on the weekends, instead of just thinking that life is back to normal because they really meant that shit when they said that this is going to be the new normal. So pay the fuck attention because clubbing and all that shit, you won't be able to do it if you don't have freedom. So continue paying attention to me. On January 20th, 2021, <clears throat> Joe Biden sent a letter to Antonia Gutierrez, United Nations Secretary General and member of the Portuguese Socialist Party. It's Gutierrez. I messed up on that, sorry. Um, which, like I said, United Nations Secretary General and member of the Portuguese Socialist Party retracing, no, retracting, sorry, President Trump's withdrawal from the WHO. Biden also appointed Fauci, head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease to represent the U.S. on the World Health Organization's Executive Committee. And make sure that you guys read the show notes because I do have the letter that Joe Biden sent to this person. Now, keep in mind what I said at the beginning of the show about DARPA. So Fauci is corrupt. There's no doubt about that. Look at the orphanages of New York City when AIDS came out and the AIDS vaccines were being tested on these poor children without consent. Look into that. It's disgusting. It's a huge, it's a huge article. It's a bunch of pages. Make sure that you look at it. Use DuckDuckGo, by the way, because Google will probably hide this shit. So it's now been revealed that Fauci, among other big wigs at the National Institutes of Health, reaped more than $350 million in secretive royalty payments from drug companies and other third parties over a 10-year period. Since this can be a conflict of interest, these investments and other monies should be transparent. Fauci owns half of the patent for the Moderna vaccine, which incurs him getting royalty checks on that as well. This is a rumor most likely to be true given the recent report. In March of 2020, it was the World Health Organization that pushed nations to impose lockdowns, mandates, vaccine passports, digital health surveillance, etc., which the CDC recently was exposed using technology on people's phones to see how many people followed the local mandates, etc. The World Health Organization also states that these personalized digital documents could be used for continuity of care or as proof of the vaccination purposes other than healthcare, such as employment, university education, and international level, which in my opinion, I think can become a problem. Liberty Council founder and chairman Matt Starver said, the Biden administration has now set America up for cede the U.S. sovereignty concerning the health of Americans to the World Health Organization. The proposed amendments would give the World Health Organization global jurisdiction over the United States, including the authority to declare national emergencies. We have already seen the lawless abuse of power under Joe Biden by the Centers for Disease Control, which the courts have fortunately blocked. Americans would have very little recourse against the World Health Organization. America must not give up its sovereignty to the WHO. Now, this makes me look back again to when Bill Gates said the pandemic measures need to be harsher next time. Again, I keep repeating this because it's important. 
let's talk about the ministry of truth. And here's a video on that in case you guys missed the Mary Poppins bullshit that this chick was doing. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious By saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious It's how you hide a little hide a lie It's how you hide a little hide a lie It's how you hide a little hide a lie When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note And not support their lies with our wallet, voice or vote Oh! What in the fuck was that? Do you understand how much practice, how many hours of practice did you have to do to make that up and to make it perfect? I am a graduate of musical theater, everybody. Okay. I know how much practice that takes to master and make it sound so perfect. What in the fuck was that? Like these people, literally, I just feel like, I just feel like these people are just making fun of the American people. Like, what the hell is this? I have never seen anything like it. Now, the Ministry of Truth um, basically was put on pause. And this woman, I think her name is Nina Jankowitz. Yeah, she just resigned based on the backlash that it was receiving. Doesn't this remind you of George Orwell's 1984? Why in the fuck do we need a ministry of truth? And let's bring it back to a couple episodes ago where I was talking about these fact checkers, which, yeah, sure, they've existed since 2010, but I feel like they've just made a surge within the past couple of years. This is very serious, and I think everybody should be paying attention. And make sure that you have your vote count this November. I am going to speak on an episode tomorrow with Ronnie about the primaries and general elections and the differences. That was going to be my solo episode, but I'm switching it because we had to, we had differences of time in our schedules. And this was actually more important to speak on. And this was not something that could be delayed. But I am going to speak about the primaries and general elections. Guys, we need to make sure that our voice is heard. You need to vet these candidates. You need to meet them. You need to shake their hand. You need to speak to them about all the issues going on in the country at a state level. And that is the only way that you're going to know what these people are about. Because it's very easy for these politicians to lie and lie and lie and lie on TV. But when you're speaking to them one-on-one, -on -one, you're going to understand what their energy is like and what they're about. Make sure to remember that. So the Ministry of Truth, which has been put on pause, um, it was going to be headed by Nina Jankowitz, but she resigned. Um, and she styled herself as Mary Poppins on TikTok, a, by the way, a, a Chinese Communist Party media platform. Wasn't it her that spread misinformation about the Hunter Biden laptop claiming that it was fake and that it was a product of Trump's 2016 presidential campaign, which was proven to be true later on by a whole bunch of media outlets? 
And also it just came out today that Hillary Clinton's lawyer lied and basically on Hillary Clinton's authority and blessing to leak about Trump's Russia hoax. Yeah, that's been happening. Um, but anyway, didn't she join the Democrat party in claiming Trump colluded with Russia to help him win the presidency then? Later came out that Hillary Clinton made the whole thing up when the dossier came out and her lawyers were indicted. This guy's also another one that's singing right now. The UK Daily Mail reported that she shared misleading tweets about COVID-19 masks, claiming that the Trump presidency would embolden ISIS and praised a British spy behind the Russia hoax. Yeah, okay. So, guys, this is very serious. Again, make sure that you guys are paying attention. Get involved in your communities. Get involved in the elections. You can sign up to be a volunteer to be an election poll worker to make sure the election integrity is happening and you can report any issues. The way that we can make our voices be heard on this issue about the World Health Organization is to annoy the crap out of your representatives of the House and the Senate and have them understand that this is not what the American people want. If you don't make your voices be heard and this passes, don't look back and say, man, I could have done something. Make sure you act now. Again, they're voting on this in Switzerland with the United Nations on May 22nd through 28th. So in closing, pay the fuck attention and wake the fuck up. Make sure you share the show.